Hello and welcome to the AIS training hall for tonight's match between the AIS and the Sydney Uni Flames. Craig Ravel on the AIS radio network joined tonight by our good friend in Simon Peters. And Simon, welcome to AIS Basketball Season 2007-8. Yep, big night for the girls tonight. We, um, of course, last night in Canberra, the uh, Sydney Flames made a... Well, made a, a tough game for half the game, but ended up running away with a pretty easy win over the Capitals. And um, they look pretty good, Sydney. They didn't look like a team that was playing their first game of the season. The preseason looks like it's been good to them. Um, on the other side, the, the Capitals were, were struck down by a lot of sickness and, and illness and stuff. But um, yeah, the AIS will have a big ask for their first game up to this season. This season. We're here from the coaches whilst the national anthem plays. Well, Dean Kinsman, the start of a new season and a team that's got a lot of stability in it. Some girls now in the third year of their institute life. Yes, yeah, certainly. Uh, Kayla, Katie Ebsery, uh, you know, they're heading into their third season, so we've got a bit of maturity with that. Plus, the other girls that have had experience from the World Championships um, all helps us to have some stability, so hopefully we can build off of that and have better moments out on the floor for longer periods of time. Now, Tolo and Francis have been a, a huge improver over that off-season period. I guess you're going to be looking for them to post up and get Porter and the other inside players for Sydney out and uh, really try to upset their game early. Oh, look, no question about it. I think we've got two talented players there and it's a weapon for us. Uh, we certainly want to put them under a little bit of pressure on their interior game. Um, particularly taking it Natty, like offensively she's such a focal point. So we want to challenge her defence, so uh, we'll have a couple of uh, plays to go early out inside, so uh, see if we can put her under the pump a bit. An interesting game, an interesting way for the AAS to start off the season, going up against Sydney after they've had one game, so hopefully they're a bit flat from that run round last night as well. Oh, I might have helped them run the cobwebs out as well, you know, like they, they played pretty well towards the end, and they've got a really good talented uh, group, particularly their first five or six players. But, uh, you know, yeah, good draw for us. We get the last uh, the two grand finals in, in three days. But that's, that's fun, you know, that's what it's all about. So, and we're in good shape. Physically, we're in good shape. So we think that we can get people up and down the floor a little bit and test them out. So maybe the young legs will get over the old legs. Who knows? Good luck tonight. No worries, thanks. Well, Karen Dalton, it should be an interesting game tonight. Your girls backing up after a, a tough Canberra first outing. Yes, it will be an interesting game. It was a tough game last night. I think the first game of the season is always difficult. And, um, you know, a double road trip on the first weekend is always a test in itself. The AIS have been a reasonably stable team, having most of the members going to at least one, but some of them two world championship campaigns. That's got to be a big advantage coming into their first game of the season. Well, I think the AIS team always in their second or third year of their program are always tough. I think... Um, you know, I think AIS team will be good, you know, good this year, as they have been in previous years. But um, I think that, you know, that they're not uh, cellar dwellers, as I think they were last year. And I think they'll test quite a few teams to win quite a few games. Well, obviously, injuries when you're doing double headers are crucial. How did the girls pull up today? Yeah, no injuries. Um, they pulled up fairly well. Um, we had a fairly, I had a recovery session shoot around this morning, and I think they're fairly fresh and looking forward to playing. Good luck tonight. Thanks. So both teams, Simon, are hopeful of a good start to their seasons. Sydney wanting to go 2-0 and on the road, whilst the AAS are looking for that first elusive win. And lining up for the Institute tonight will be the number four of Kayla Francis, number five, Jamie Kennedy, number six, Nikita Lee Martin, number eight, Stephanie Cummings, although I heard Stephanie Cummings is injured. 
So I'll have to check and uh, see if the number eight is actually out there running around. I can't see her. Number nine, Molly Lewis. Nicole Hunt in the 10. Kate Gaze in the 11. Katie Ray Esri in the 12. The 14 is Mariana Tolo in the 21, Maya Newley. A strong lineup that now has a few years of experience and importantly, it also has a, uh, well, a number of world championships under their belts for most of the starting rotation. It's been a long um, six months or so since the end of the uh, 2006-07 WNBL season for this group. It's essentially the core group is the, the same group from last year, which is a, a great sign. That's, a, that's going to be a huge positive for the team. They know each other. They know how to play. They know the coach now. You know, we had a, quite a few newcomers to this group last year. But as you said, Craig, you nailed it on the head. These guys have been the world champs. They played against the best teams in the world for their age group. And we should expect a team that is a lot better than the, the team that, that failed to get a win last year. Yes, we're looking at the, uh, well, the opposition tonight, and it is the Sydney Uni Flames. Kira Shields making the move in the off-season to Sydney. She'll line up in the four. Alicia Poto back from Opal's duties in the six. Michaela Donkins in the 11. Melissa Smith in the 12. And Rachel Herrick in the 13. All graduates of the AAS program. Natalie Porter had another Opal's tour on the road for the last six weeks ahead of coming into this uh, Australian Defence Force WNBL and that probably is accounting for those two Opals performance in the first game. Michelle Musselwhite had a spectacular game last night. Still not fully fit was the remarkable thing for Musselwhite when we see a performance like that. We have Connie Jansen in the 21. Georgia Woodyard still out injured so won't be taking part tonight. She was a late exclusion in the lineup. Erin Lorenzini in the 23, Kristen Veal in the 32 round out this Sydney Uni Flames, which interestingly enough hasn't recruited as well as perhaps we might have thought they had with Trish Fallon going out of the program, but they've gone for giving youth some experience and uh, Karen is quite confident that her team will be able to make it through to that last day in February. Well, once again, you know, the, the same core group as last season, which as we, as we know, did make the grand final. And, um, you know, Musselwhite, as you mentioned, coming off injury a little bit underdone last night. But it doesn't matter how injured she is. She always has that got-to-have-the-ball attitude. She will just throw herself on the ground. And that, that was a big difference in the game last night. I felt, you know, the Capitals were sick. They were coming to the first game of the season. They were very underprepared. And Sydney just wanted the ball more than anything. And, and that's where they won that game last night. But... Um, Number of Capitals here watching the game tonight. Hopefully we'll be able to uh, rotate them through the call. Starting five for the Institute is the number 14, Mariana Tolo. Kayla France is standing in the circle already. Then it's Esri, Hunt and Newley for the Sydney Uni Flames. Porter goes into the centre to meet up with Francis. Then you have Musselwhite, Poto, Herrick starting for the second game in a row. And Herrick really, uh, well, had a good start to the season, eight points in the first half up against the defending champions. And, of course, Kristen Veal, the former capital, former AAS champion. Taps one by Porter, goes into the backcourt, gets it into the hands of Herrick now. Poto bringing it down the floor. Straight down the centre, Poto goes with bounce pass to the right-hand side, gives it to Porter, then works left, over the top to Veal. Inside to Porter now, backing into Francis. Gets herself into the paint. Move is nice, Ooh. just the shot wouldn't land, but she does her own rebounding. In the end, I think she had a foot on the triple lines that mark out the AIS training hall. 
Hunt off with a fast break now, pulls up at the arc on the left-hand side, then goes Newley inside to Tolo. Whistle on the play there. Yeah, Herrick just with the hold there. As Tolo got a nice seal and was going to basically head to, the, head to the basket for a layup there. As Hunt now looking to bring the ball back into play, goes to Newley. Newley, big 18-foot jump shot. Tolo gets the slap away, but no one there for the AAS. Musselwhite feeds it to Veal, who brings it down the floor. Veal goes to the right hand, 45, gives it to Porter for a long range three. Hits the side of the eye and the ball's out of play and will have a throw in from the side. No score yet with 19, 9 minutes 19 left to go in the first term. Still a bit rusty here, Simon, as uh, Hunt and Francis have to work hard to get it into the front court. Then it gets to Esri. Esri now back to Hunt. Then on to Tolo. Francis trying to post up, but just the ball not coming to her yet. Through Newley, then on to Esri. And Esri kicks it out to Francis, who moves out for a three, hits the iron. Hunt tries to do the rebounding over the top of Poto. Veal gets it, goes long, down the ground, gives it to Porter. Porter tried to feed it back to Herrick, but Tolo gets a hand in there. And we're off to the races once again. Newley hits Esri down on the baseline. A nice little right-hand jump shot opens the scoring for the AAS. AIS certainly look very fit. They're running up and down the floor well. They're getting into position nicely too. As the ball goes left side over to Musselwhite. Musselwhite looking around for options. Then the whistle on the play. Veal, I think, is being called for the foul. Uh, no. Or Katie Ebsry, who was defending Veal. That's an interesting call. Ebsry picks up her first personal foul. As Musselwhite gets the inbound pass for three. Bang. She pulls the trigger early. And Musselwhite's picking up where she left off last evening. Doesn't need a lot of room to put a shot up, Michelle Musselwhite. No, so. hamstring tear is the problem for Michelle Musselwhite, but uh, still was moving freely as the AS tried to go long. The pass was just a bit too ambitious for Maya Newley. The ball's out over the side, and Sydney will get the opportunity now to put some more points on the board. As Poto gets it in the backcourt, Veal is just giving her a bit of a running room, but Hunt is really quite ambitious, getting up onto the Opal's face. Now it's Porter. Back to Poto as they work around the arc. Left-hand side is Musselwhite. Watching her is Newley. Musselwhite puts the ball on the floor. Loses the dribble. Goes to the elbow. Gives it to Herrick. Herrick drives in the paint outside to Porter. I don't think Francis was close enough. The shot doesn't drop. And Veal does the rebounding. Feeds it back out to Poto as they restart. Hunt tried to go around the back of Poto that time to slap it away. Porter gets it. Then goes back to Poto again. Inside to Porter who's trapped under the basket. Francis, oh, she just had a bit of a slap there which could have almost been called. But Porter, on the second attempt, will put it through. And we're out to a 5-2 lead to the Sydney Uni Flames with 7 minutes and 30 left. As Tolo gets it in the paint. Herrick, oh, Ooh. just... She talked herself out of the layup, but uh, was able to, make, get to bring it back around and then get the nice easy two. Tolo's foot skills are absolutely beautiful to watch, though, isn't it? She can really uh, move in the key. Inside, Herrick just puts it over the basket. Francis does the rebounding. Hunt comes down the right wing now. It's newly, uh, Esri in the corner for two. Well, it was four three, in fact, but it rattles out and Musselwhite does the rebounding. Veal brings the ball around the back. Veal finds something on the ground there. She fixed some it out. Cleaning as she's dribbling the ball. It was an <laughs> awesome move by a, a great champion of the WNBL. Play of the day right there. <laughs> Odo goes back to Porter, then to Veal. Veal drives into the paint, layup. Ooh, yes. She drew the foul out of Maya Newley that time, who reached in. And Newley will get her first personal foul as Jamie Kennedy looks to come into the game for the AAS. The ball just been flicked over toward the referees just then. Michelle Musselwhite walked straight into it face first. 
got the ball right in the face. She was, I think she's all right. She's Moose is the crash test dummy of the league. <laughs> she she can take is. a lot of beating. If there's a, a place to fall down or, <laughs> or an injury to be had, she's had it. She has. <laughs> Veal makes the first of the two free throws, gets her first points on the board. Sydney is struggling through their, their set plays. Like the, They started this way against the Capitals last night. When they're in the open court and running the floor, they're looking un pretty much unstoppable. But when they're stopping, they're trying to run through their set stuff, which they should be doing. They're just looking pretty uncomfortable. Veal makes both and takes it out to a three-point lead now for the Sydney Uni Flames. Seven points to four here at the AAS Training Hall. Hunt goes across. Ooh. Oh, Musselwhite almost gets a steal again. Kennedy feeds it out to Newley, but Poto reads it and Veal's off to the races as she affects the assist. Getting over oh. the Musselwhite. No, the ball doesn't drop. Musselwhite butters up for a second attempt. Tolo gets in there and forces the turnover with Newley bringing it down the floor. Great work from Tolo. Tolo's all by herself on the charity strike. Decides, yeah, decides to go give it to Francis who had a, a blind turn with a hook shot on the end that didn't land and Sydney get the ball back. Musselwhite now on the right-hand side over the top. Gives it to Herrick on the right lane. Go out again. No, she tries to turn. She yeah. turns three times then. And uh, she needed to go inside out then and just try and break the AIS defence mm. up, who was starting to uh, collapse in onto her for the length of time she had the ball. We had two plays there in a row. We had the, the one here with Mariana Tolo. She was two or three feet below the free throw line, wide open. For anyone in the league, that's a, that's a shot. Take that shot. There's no one there. Then we saw down the other end, Rachel Herrick spending way too much effort in looking to get rid of the ball whereas she had two players all over her. I don't know that um, the Tolo was doing a great job of defending her there anyway, just put the shot up against her maybe draw the foul but yeah two kind of, kind of rookie moments there where players didn't want to shoot. AIS calling uh, no in fact the Sydney Uni calling this time out in the six minutes left to go in the first term, what do you think Karen Dalton would have wanted to say to that Sydney Uni team? I think just to um, it's, it's quite strange, as, a, as we mentioned earlier. They're, they're in the open court running the ball, they look great. When they're out there trying to run through their set stuff, it's almost like two or three of them. And I guess, you know, you've had Nat Porter away for a long time. Maybe she's not in sync yet. Um, Poto's been away. Maybe she's not in sync yet. So certainly they're not looking like being in any trouble. Well, speaking to Karen Dalton, that's exactly what Karen was saying. Yeah. Was and, the that, and that's what it looks like, last yeah. night. So as we look at the... Uh, AIS team, it's Cummings. So Cummings is playing in the seven. I'll have to keep a note on that one. Hunt is also there because he's got uh, an eight on the uh, scoreboard. Uh, Hunt, Cummings with the ball now. Oh, blocked mm. by Porter. That was just trying to uh, take... That was trying to run through a play instead of looking for what was happening on the court. Porter now goes to Poto. One thing we know, all these coaches are scouting so much throughout the season. Porter drives baseline... Foul has Kayla no Francis. foot fault on the... No, they did call a foul. No, Kayla Francis. So Kayla Francis now picks up her second personal foul as Nikita Lee Martin comes into the game for Hunt as it's still muscle white. Herrick sits down now and Jansen comes into the game for her. Bill gets the inbound pass. Nothing. No, they, nothing about don't give me Jensen, that question. Right? Yeah. <laughs> As uh, Musselwhite drives backwards into the paint. Beautiful work. And uh, amazing that Michelle Musselwhite, never good enough to go to the AIS, but has certainly been involved in some great teams over the last few years since uh, making the move to Sydney has gone from strength to strength as well. 
as now Martin gets the ball for the first time, works around the arc, gives it to Cummings for three. Oh, rattles off the iron, and Veal will end up getting the ball as it was good work by Musselwhite, moving Kennedy out of any position to rebound. Poto gets the kick out from Veal now as Musselwhite at the top of the arc, then goes left-hand side to Poto. Poto now drives baseline. She'll look for the lap. No, she goes outside to Musselwhite, who then drives to the right lane, draws the foul on Jamie Kennedy, and uh, will go to the charity stripe as four team fouls are racked up by the AAS with four minutes and 52 seconds left to go in the first term. It's nine points to four. Sydney leading by five. It is one thing that, that Musselwhite does extremely well when she drives on that play. She knows when she's got a player beaten and she'll just take them all the way. You know, and it's, it's what, as a coach, you want girls to do. You want them to take on the, you know, attack the basket, take on the ball. Yeah, sure, maybe the shot won't go down, but you know you've got that player beaten already. You know chances are when you put that shot up, you're going to get fouled. So. Well, making both was Musselwhite, 11 points to four now with 4.45. Then it's Cummings, hits Kennedy now, goes back to Cummings. Over the top, Porter gets in the way and manages to affect the steal. Veal will come up with it. I'm, so, I'm just been amazed at the amount of steals that this Sydney Uni team has been able to pull off. Domkins getting pushed by Cummings that time and Cummings will pick up her first personal foul. You've got some extremely experienced players in there, not even really that old. You're looking at Poto's probably the oldest in the team. She'd be 28, maybe 29. Um, but Nat Porter has always been a, a very mature player. Veely, you know, is a point guard. All, all point guards are mature beyond their years. They just need to get their bodies to uh, catch up with their brains. Well, <laughs> AIS basketball here on sportradio.com.au. And the AIS this year really giving us some great facilities. We have uh, live broadband here. And you are asking me before if you want to talk to us about what we're seeing here. 11 points to 4, Sydney Uni. I'll tell you some more about this Sydney Uni flame side because I, I can pull up the media guide and Beautiful. bail myself out of trouble. <laughs> now, Sydney not really looking... Uh, like they've come out of first gear yet, to be honest. They've been running running a few plays, just, as we mentioned before, looking to get both uh, Alicia Poto and, and Nat Porter back into the swing of things. But the AIS, uh, they've got a, a very deep roster this year. We've got four girls sitting there on the bench in their in their tracksuits who obviously won't be playing tonight. But there's two local Canberra girls in the squad this year, in Caitlin Rowe and in... Um, Sarah McCaffey, and so it'll be interesting as the year progresses to see some of the local camera girls get on and play for the AIS. Of course, a couple of years back we had Katie Rose playing for them. Yes, um, Michaela Domkins at the free throw line misses the first, and great news, Simon. It didn't make the media guide, it did. No, um, well, that's the thing. I did my homework for the game, and her name wasn't there as a media guide. No, no, I believe she's come out of the European League, so, so we'll get you to speak to Karen Dalton after the game right and uh, get some more information on her. Kayla Francis is fouled by Jansen as she puts her hand in there. Last night she just didn't seem like she was uh, getting to grips with the uh, uh, Australian Defence Force. We've got to get that new sponsor uh, right here, Simon. The Australian Defence Force WNBL as the AAS have control of the ball now. Francis looking around. Jansen is watching her. Oh, tries to go inside to Tolo. The pass was slapped away by Jansen. That gives Porter an easy layup at the other end. And this score is starting to blow out. It's out to a 14-4. to 10-point lead. Four minutes left to go in the first term. And Sydney are looking much more cohesive here in the last two or three minutes than the AIS. Okay, um, as they are Francis. a very, very soft game tonight. They are 
picking up every soft tiki tack style. As you mentioned, if, if Jansen did come out of European League, they play pretty physically over there. Yeah, that's so right. It's going to be, be a big rugby, part of yeah. adjusting to that. Yeah. Well, as the uh, AIS sub out Cummings and Francis, they bring on uh, Martin. That leads on Martin Kennedy. Tolo, Esri, in ball to Tolo. Tolo tries to drive in the Ooh. paint. Oh, the pass into the chest of Martin was too hot. And Martin, by the time she gathered it back, had had it bounce off her chest and stepped on. Oh, nice little pass. But yeah, just Martin not expecting the wraparound body pass. Yeah, not at all. As bringing the ball down the floor, it's Poto giving it over the top to Porter. Porter now back to Muscle White, then back to Porter. Poto gets it. Low post is Porter. Reverse layup as she drives from left to right, and she moves to six points for the game. 16 to four here at the AIS training hall as Kennedy goes left side to Esri. Esri gets the screen from Tolo, but Porter rolled off nicely. Tolo tried to get into the paint, and now. Tolo having an Abby Bishop moment from last night where she just couldn't convert down on that low post. Musselwhite drives in, can't nice to draw the four, foul. The AIS doing well. Kennedy goes long, gives it to Esri. Esri Ooh. banks it in off the glass. Athletic grab there from Katie Esri. She was in the air for a long time before she <laughs> took that step to relaunch into the layup. 10.4 game, 16 points to 6 here with 2 minutes and 48 seconds left to go in the first time. Marcel White, Jansen, then goes to Poto. Poto looking around, nothing open as yet. Porter makes herself available. Turnaround jump shot from 18 feet was too flat indeed. And Kennedy will bring it back with Newley. Newley almost drops the ball that time. Has to go then to Kennedy again. Kennedy gets it to Martin, to Esri in the corner, right-hand side. Newly in the paint. Oh, leaves it too short. But Tolo gets the ball back to Kennedy. Kennedy has the ball stripped by Jansen. And the AIS will get a reset shot clock and possession from the baseline. Molly Lewis and Nicole Hunt coming back on for the Institute now. Lewis. I think that's Lewis's first minutes. I don't remember yes. seeing Lewis yep. out there before. As Esri looks to bring it in, goes into Newley on the right-hand wing, then to Hunt, around the arc to Lewis now, then to Esri. Esri drives away, tries to get a screen from Lewis, and Poto... Tries to pass to us. Yeah, well, Poto deflected it in the uh, Simon Peters <laughs> direction, but this well time... Well by the bench. Yeah, well, I've already missed my first stat in the uh, warm-up match. As <laughs> <laughs> Tolo, oh, Jansen just absolutely strips Tolo of the ball. They lock it up, and the jump ball will see the possession arrow going the AIS's way. That's a pity we don't see jump balls anymore. It, it does make that, uh, uh, yeah. that locking up possession so much more crucial. And uh, as Lewis now dumps it inside to Esri, Esri will bank it in off the grass. It won't drop as Jansen, I think, picks up her second personal foul. She'll shoot for two. And Jansen now, yes, with that second personal foul. As Herrick looks to come back in. Tell you what, we've got a, the AAS scoreboard is the best in the Australian Defence Force WNBL. You don't actually need the live stats, so I thought we'd go over and have a quick look at the Spirit up against the Rangers. Of Ooh, course, yeah. the Bendigo game. First game for the is club. them. They have not yet started. That game will get away in 15 minutes' time, but we'll keep you up to date with that one as well. As points are made, 
It's 14, uh, sorry, it's 16 to 7. Sydney still leading with two minutes left to go in the first term. Domkins gets the ball on the left-hand side, gets it from Mel Smith. Mel Smith in the paint goes on a travel. Too many steps. Yeah, just shuffling the feet there a little bit. She wasn't quite set. Um, sort of took that ball a little early and the defense did a good job of locking her out. As the ball's brought back down the floor by Nicole Hunt, Hunt gets a good screen from Lewis. That was almost a moving screen for mine, but Lewis gets away with it, gets the ball across court to Esri, back to Lewis. They go inside. Oh, oh Tolo, I think Newley there thought Tolo was going to put in the shot, so she yeah. started breaking in defence, but in fact Tolo just went the volleyball slap back down and Newley who turned her back, and the turnover is affected. Herrick mm. open in the paint, and she converts. 18 points to seven here with a minute 26. That was uh, disappointing by the AAS. Left hand not telling the right hand what they're doing. And surprising because the AAS is the most settled of all the teams in the Australian Defence Force WNBL. See, again, probably that last play we were just talking about, Mariana Tolo probably should have taken that shot. She was you know, three foot from the basket, back herself. Tolo will sit down and Francis will come back into the game with a minute 15. Left to play in the first term. Here is Veal, brings the ball down the floor. Look away, bounce pass to Poto. Back to Veal now. The top of the key is, is or top of the arc, I should say, is Smith goes left side to Donkins. Poto comes back, goes to Veal, who's cut round the baseline. Bounce pass into Smith on the low post right side. She dumps off to Herrick, Ooh. and Herrick... Too long. Too long. She had camped in the keyway, and that was unfortunate because that was a nice move, Smith and Herrick working on the post. Smith just needs to stay out a bit longer until Hellerick does the signal and then move in rather than camping. Esri now on the right-hand side goes back to Francis on the left, 45. Then Francis oh, drives into Rachel Herrick. Man. And that was a weird foul because it was actually... Um, I thought it was uh, Francis that pushed into Herrick, but obviously the three refs seeing it a different way to me. Yeah, they are calling a very tight, soft game. Which, as we always say, is great as long as they keep calling it for the whole game like that. Well, Francis doesn't convert, missing the first from the charity stripe. 18 points to seven. The AS in a hole here at the first break as Francis makes the second. So it's a 10-point game. Now, in the practice matches, we've seen the AS come back from these sorts of deficits. But really, we'd like to see the AS playing tougher right from the start playing out there 40 minutes. Domkins now goes right side to Veal. Jacks up a three, and it never looked like missing. Veal loves these hoops. She loves playing here. <laughs> Always has. As Hunt brings the ball down the floor, turns, oh, the 360 was just ineffective. Smith taps the ball away. Domkins brings it down. Lazy pass to Poto, and it's equally lazy pass to Veal across court. Domkins gets it back, works the arc, through the hands of Veal, Smith and Poto. A long way from home, Poto, Esri watching her. But Esri loses step, loses focus that time as Poto took off. Got a good screen from Herrick, but this time it was called moving. Herrick's and, there on the moving and offensive foul. It, it, was, it was an interesting call, to say the least, as 21-8, leading scorer on the floor at the moment, is the 15 of Michelle Musselwhite with seven points. Six points for Nat Porter. As Hunt brings it down the right wing, gets an open look from the three-point arc. The shot was short, and it didn't count on the buzzer. And at quarter time, it's 21-8 to eight here at the AIS Training Hall. Yeah, a pretty much dream start for Sydney. They haven't looked like they've been pressed that much at all. They're, they're up by 13 points. 11 fouls, 
called in that quarter. So it's going to be a long game if that's the way the foul counts are going to go. It's going to be a, a long night for everyone. I think uh, Rachel Herrick, three fouls in the first quarter. So uh, yeah. the only other one for Sydney in trouble, it's uh, Connie Jasmine with two fouls as well. But um, I think you're right. I think we're, you know she's looking at adjusting to the way that the game's called here. She certainly looks like you know she's a good size. She's boxing out well. She's being a bit of an intimidating presence at the defensive end, which is what you want from a player that size. Uh, could just be a matter of, of working out how how it's all supposed to run. It is going to be an interesting second term as it's the Sydney Uni Flames leading the AIS. 21 to 8 on sportradio.com.au. This is the AIS Basketball Network. Second quarter gets underway. Sydney get the first use of it. They bring it down through Porter. Turnover, though, with the AIS defence working well, and they will get the first effective use of it. Esri sets up on the right-hand side. Francis then round the arc to Tolo. Still working outside the paint. Looks for Francis now. Oh, nice move. But Francis can't cap it off. Smith keeps the ball in play, gets it as she was leaping out of the uh, court, throws it back. Porter drives all the way, and Francis has been called for her second personal foul now. As, uh, well, what was building up to be a nice move, they were lobbing over the top, and it's a dangerous play to do, I guess, lobbing over the top of the defence to hit Francis in the key. But uh, she just couldn't, when she took possession of it, just couldn't yeah. find the basket there. Is it, yeah, an ambitious play, but uh, they pulled it off. They got the pass there, but just unable to, to capitalise on the end. As down the other end, 24-8. to eight, Sydney converting from the free throw line. Goes around this time. Tolo gets it to Hunt. Francis in the paint this time. Smith has to go uh, work hard on Francis. Francis outlet gives it to Hunt. Hunt's left-handed jump didn't fall. The pass goes behind the back of Veal, who goes back and fetches it. Oh, Newley tried to take the steal on Domkins. Domkins' layup doesn't fall. Tolo gets the layup. Oh, Newley almost ran into Porter that time, but got the pass away good enough too to get it to Hunt. Now Esri. Esri goes round the arc, eventually into the hands of Newley. Newley goes to Tolo. Tolo goes back to Esri, pulls the trigger on a three. She picks up her own rebound in the paint, and a reverse layup doesn't fall. She tries to take on Porter. Porter with a block shot, adding to her stats. But AIS get the retrieval, and this time Hunt drives all the way, and Hunt will make the layup. A good drive that time. Great drive. But we saw there with the Ebsry comes in, gets her own rebound, pulls it back down, has another shot, gets a second defensive rebound. All four of the AIS girls stood around the perimeter and watched her go. No one went in there to try to upset the defense or try to help her out. Well, Sydney through Porter, try to jack up the three. Hunt's off to the races as Veal and Esri hit the deck. Hunt by herself gets an easy layup. Porter took on Tolo. And that was some good defensive work there by Tolo, seeing that uh, Nicole Hunt would have been flattened by Porter, just got a body in the path to give her some protection there. Veal is in trouble. Okay, you know Veal extremely well. and You know she doesn't get up. You know the way she gets up off the ground. She's... Definitely worried whether she's done something serious or not. We'll wait and see. But the way she got up then, yeah, that did not look good. Musselwhite comes back into the game. Smith and Musselwhite work it out of the backcourt now as it goes through. Hand Smith, then left side to Domkins. Back over the top to Smith. Looking around. Seven minutes, 48 to go in the half. And Musselwhite gets it back. Porter provides a screen. Tolo rolls off to keep the pressure on Musselwhite. But Hunt goes away from Poto, and Poto pulls the trigger. Bang. AIS are in more trouble. 
27 to 12 with 7 minutes 31 and Musselwhite just slapping the ball away from Newley over to Esri Esri called on the travel as she took off then I think she might have thought she, for the moment there she looked like she was going to jack up a long range shot and then took off in, in the same mo- motion yeah you've got to get the ball down before that second foot comes up on the drive and uh, she'd taken off with both feet before the ball was down as Sydney set up again Smith, Domkins Domkins goes left side to Musselwhite. Musselwhite's got Smith at the low post. Porter at the top. Goes to Porter. Domkins on the right, 45. Smith's gone low post right side now. Francis gets in there, gets a touch on the ball. And that will be a turnover for the... uh, No, it won't be a turnover for the AIS. It'll be Sydney getting it in. Oh, Porter goes for three, and that is all too easy. Interesting move there. They lined up Porter behind Smith. Smith broke away, so Porter just received the ball and then had a big open look. Now Porter not happy with that call, and uh, I'd argue the point too if I were her. The two referees closest to her didn't call the foul. One trailing right down the other end of the court and picked it up, but uh, they're, they're calling everything very soft. It is that sort of game tonight as the AIS call a timeout. Their first, their second for the half. It's 30 points to 12 here at the... AIS Training Hall, Sydney, just doing a job on the students. Six minutes and 59. It was interesting. Uh, Karen Dalton said they've always had problems up against the AIS over the years. Something about uh, her teams and the match-up on them. And, uh, well, tonight she's gone on the front foot right from the get-go. Yeah, it's, I've got to admit, I mean, when I know we're only 14 minutes into the, the first game of the season, but the, the Institute are looking a little ordinary. Well, I would just my expectation was that they would be playing quite a bit better than they are at the moment. Because you don't, you know, you never know what's uh, what's going on. There's a, little, a lot of illness going through the Capitals camp. Mm-hmm. They live in Canberra. The AS lives in Canberra. Everyone I know at the moment has the flu in some some variety. So uh, you know, they could be they could be a bit flat due to that sort of stuff as well. But um, yeah, not uh, not the start we were hoping for from the AIS. Not indeed. As the timeout sees, well, returning to the floor. Newly Tolo, Francis Gaze coming in for her first minute. She gets the inbound ball. Tolo's in the paint, but again, Domkins just makes the pass and makes the steal. Musselwhite now drives down to the low post. Dan gets fouled in the act of shooting. And uh, Dan Kinsman going off his nut at Maria Toria, Mariana Tolo there because uh, did something he was not happy with. Well, he, I think the safe bet was she didn't take the shot. That, uh, I think, was what he was most disappointed about because the shot was there. Well, just looking down the bench at the, the Veerly injury, she doesn't seem to be icing anything and, and doesn't seem to be getting any attention, so that's probably a good sign. All right. As, well, they keep extending this lead, the Sydney Uni Flames, and they're getting plenty of charity, as we saw last night as well. 32-12, to 12, the... Sydney Uni Flames lead the AS as Gaze takes off on the drive oh. and Musselwhite just putting the body on the line. Yeah. Gaze called for the charge. It paid off then for mine. Musselwhite was moving backwards as as the contact came in there. I don't know that she really had position, but that's the kind of way she is. She rolls the dice and, and more often than not comes away with the results she wants. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of aspects of Tully Bilfilakwa's game in Michelle Musselwhite. A lot of bravado. Oh. A lot of uh, you know just back yourself. Poto stood there for 
oh, I'd say five seconds before she decided <laughs> to jack up the three. Players went away from her, collapsed back on her. Tolo oh. gets the ball inside the points or won't drop. And uh, Lauren, uh, sorry, not Lauren, it is Connie Jansen has picked up a, another personal foul. That sends Jansen to three personals for the game. Lauren Zini looks like she's going to sub in. And Lauren Zini comes in for Michaela Domkins. Now, Lauren Zini played uh, with Natalie Hurst, I think, over in Adelaide in the... Well, it's not Seaball the over there in the ABA, of yeah, course. Yeah, the Central ABA. She also um, was on the bench for a couple of years with um, the Lightning. Mm. I don't know if they were the Lightning back then. They could have been fellas. Whether they were fellas, I can't remember. But Tolo uh, makes some shots and stops the rot. 14-32, to 32, the AAS trailing here with six minutes left to go in the half. There's plenty of time for the AAS to start doing something, but they trail by more than half, or they're more than their score already. It's Poto going inside to Porter, flicks it out to Lorenzini. Lorenzini works around nice. Hunt. That was too easy. Hunt just uh, gave just, it up too, too much. Yeah, that was his textbook play from Lorenzini. Just faked up the shot, waited for a defender to go past, pulled up, 15-foot jump shot. Hunt now working around the arc. Has got gaze on the baseline for three. She over... Air balls. Yeah, overshot that one. Lorenzini comes up with the rebound. Lorenzini now kicks it right side to Porter, who sets up. Bounce pass to Poto on the baseline. Then Lorenzini working around the arc, looking for an option of cutting high. Jansen's gone down low in the corner. It was Porter, though, that does the handoff at the high post, right-hand side. She gets the ball back mm. from Poto, and then a rare air ball from Natalie Porter. Just interested in your thoughts on Natalie Porter since she's moved to Sydney. I think uh, the first year she went down there, she was extremely fit and everything was going well. Yep. At the moment, we're seeing her very much struggling for uh, for her form and fitness just because of the travelling she's been doing. But uh, as Francis goes for three, bang! AAS gets some, uh, well, gets some support and some, well, some confidence back, I think. 34 plays, 15. Five minutes left to go in the second term. I think... Uh Nat Porter's looking looking good. She does look tired, but it, it's not a um, you know she doesn't physically look tired or she doesn't look like she's carrying too much weight or anything. She's certainly she relaxed. Looks fit, yeah. She's uh, going to Sydney is brilliant for her. I think for her mental state of mind, certainly on the court. You know we don't know her personally or anything, but mm-hmm. she. I remember the Townsville day. She often came off as a pretty aggressive and frustrated player. That that seems to have all but gone in her. She still has that fire and that intensity, and you know she's. Absolutely deserving of a spot in the Opals team. As she has another foul on her and goes to the line once again. Misses the first of the free throws. Just looking at the stats here and uh, pulling up some of the uh, scorers. Muscle White. Well, not sure about those. Uh, not quite up to date yet. Not quite the, up to the date. The that's still saying the flames up by seven points to yeah. four. But uh, <laughs> Porter, 13 points, leading scorer on floor. As Kennedy now goes oh, to Lewis. Lewis has the ball slapped away by Lorenzini. Poto now works around over the top, gives it to Porter. Porter backing in on Lewis. Goes inside this time to Kira Shields, who makes her first appearance on the court. Karen Dalton sneaking her in here with four minutes left. That's not junk time in a half. No, but... They're in control. <laughs> <laughs> Got to say, it's... um, Yeah. yeah. I don't not know that she'll see a lot of minutes. 
as a 4-3 that time the shot went up by Gaze didn't fall in her favour and Musselwhite's off to the races down the other end she overcooks it Porter's got her hands on the rebound but Gaze will kick it back goes left side to Lewis backwards then going off to Martin oh you're kidding then oh yeah. Kira Shield's been called for two hands and, well no, and absolutely and she should have been called about two five hands seconds in the back. before yeah. she did but I was saying you can't. You can go a forearm and a hand, but you can't go two you can't hands. Hug someone from behind, which is essentially what she did. Uh, uh, the reason for my disbelief was that they've been calling everything so soft and they're having a good old wrestle there before they decided to blow the whistle. Uh, Kristen Veal standing up for now and uh, just walking around, but still looking quite dejected there on mm. the court. Thirty-five to seventeen. That could be the story of the night. Well, as we know, you know, from a time here in Canberra, she's ha- and from a time even here at the institute, she's. She's lived through dramas with her knees. Never any, never been anything like career-ending, but she's got the Oscar Schlatter stuff and, cru- and tendon cru- problems. Cruel her US career. Absolutely, absolutely. She could have really gone on to a, a very successful international career, but just the, the fitness with her knees and things has, has, has always been an issue. So, you know, she's pretty good at managing it now. She's 27. She's been doing it for you know, 10 or 12 years at this level. So, um, but yeah... It's always, unfortunately, there that just sit in the background with Veely, and it's a, it's a real shame. Looking at the stats here, as we have a moment, it's Porter leading with 13 points, Musselwhite with nine, Veal with five, Esri with five, four. The AIS rebounds, Musselwhite with five, Porter with four, Veal with three. Nicole Hunt has got three rebounds for the AIS. That's, That's just a wrong. Big concern. Nicole Hunt has got to be the shortest player in this AIS team. Nat Porter with three steals, Mariana Tolo with one steal and one block shot. So thanks to the WNBL for those live stats. Interesting to see how that has been panning out as Martin has the ball, gives it to Francis. Francis now looking around, goes to Cummings. Cummings, ball on the floor, drives to the high post, left-hand side. He herself and Musselwhite goes to ground. Cummings gets up first and gets the rebound, puts it back in, and Cummings gets her first points of the game. Poto now bringing the ball back. 35-19, to 19, the AS having a bit of a run as Porter tries to drive. Oh, oh jacks up the impossible shot from the low post, right-hand side. Was leaning, or laying almost, all over Cummings that time well, and managed to get it to drop. That's that smart again. You know, she, she knew she'd gotten herself past that defender, but probably wasn't in a shot to take a decent, you know, position to take a decent shot at the basket. Throw it up. You never know what will happen. And, and it dropped. It did indeed. She misses on the bonus that time, but it's out to 37-19. As we've got a young kid running the, uh, <laughs> running the sideline there. As <laughs> Lewis goes to the right side. Cummings back to Lewis. Musselwhite watching her. Then over the top, Martin gets it inside to Francis. Francis, oh, she just can't get the turn and shot going. And Dean Kinsman is extremely frustrated with the way the team has gone about its first half. Three minutes, 12 seconds left to go. Poto looking to go over the top of Francis. That didn't come off. Lorenzini then right-hand side to Porter. Porter back to Poto. Outside to Porter as Musselwhite all by herself. She has an eternity set the shot. Pulls the trigger, 40 to 19. And Musselwhite will go back now to... 12 points for the game. Long range shot from Lewis is rebounded by Cummings. Now it's Martin across to Lewis. Lewis, oh, just 
couldn't quite get the screen from Francis. Francis looks dead on the floor, fakes the three, and drives in, takes Ooh, on Muscle White. I don't know. That had to be a that had to be that had to be a charge on Muscle White from Francis, in my opinion. But Someone then they got a soft travel as Lorenzini took off. Someone had to have fouled there. I mean, it, it, from where we were stood, I, I found it hard to, to determine who it was. But you got bodies spilling all over the floor there. <laughs> Something happened. As Martin inbounds it to Francis. Francis in the paint. Turnaround jump shot. Tries to bank it in. It bounces on the back of the iron twice. And Kennedy and Shields fighting for it. Kennedy puts it out. Sydney's ball. Veal back on the court. Long range pass from Lorenzini to Musselwhite down in the paint. And that was all too easy for Sydney. The Christian Veal in that pass. That was amazing. That was not even a Hail Mary. That was just completely directed. 42 plays 19 as Lewis loses the handle on it. Veal has to jump over Lewis's legs. Keeps the dribble alive. Pulls up at the free throw line and just racks it in. I guess the knee's good because she pretty much had had to hurdle Molly Lewis there to get away with that. 44-19, 44-19, the AIS back in trouble. One minute and 50 seconds left. This is the AIS radio network on sportradio.com.au. Kennedy giving it off to Francis, then across to Lewis. Lewis backing in and away. Oh, the bounce pass looking for Francis. On the ground again is Veal. Porter at the other end makes the layup and ends up into, uh, well, it's under-14 championships over at Southern Cross Stadium. And they're stoked. They're and good. They are, having a great time. They just got the catch, <laughs> Nat Porter, as uh, M- Martin loses the dribble. Lewis, hot pass from Lewis to Francis, and Francis does convert as oh. the referees decide they're going to clean the floor here. Too many people it. slipping over. This is what kills me as a coach, because they have called everything up until now. Now we've got players falling all over the place, players colliding, the refs just have swallowed their whistles. Someone will get hurt, man. It's Still no play over between the Spirit and the Rangers. We'll keep you up to date on that one as well. Field bounce pass to Domkins. Domkins gives it off to Smith. Smith going to Lorenzini. Shields getting good minutes here, just trying to find a way into the game as Domkins just puts up the J from about 18 feet. 56 seconds left. And Shields had that four minutes on the court. I think that'll be important for her development. As Francis now goes right side, gives it to Hunt. Tolo gets the inbound ball, low post right-hand side, and finally they're able to convert. But it's a 48-23 ball game with 40 seconds left. Donkins now. Shields, low post right side, but they go to Lorenzini across the top. Left-hand side is Smith. Smith goes to Shields now, works around the arc to Lorenzini again. Screen comes up from, uh, from Shields. Lorenzini takes on Hunt, driving to the basket. And she is going to draw the foul and go to the line. Yeah, the the AS are looking really frustrated here. They've just got to... I mean, the game's gone. You've got, you've got to say, well, it's 25 seconds left in the first half. We're down by, as you mentioned before, you know, we, didn't, we need to double our score and we're still down by two. Uh, chances of us winning this game are pretty slim. Let's work on some stuff. Let's work on what's not, you know where are the problems we've had in this game and, and that's what Dean Kinsman's got to do at half time he's got to sit him down and go okay look forget the game let's just work on some stuff there's no better better place to work on your game than in the game so hopefully we'll see them come out a lot better in the second quarter Lorenzini makes the first doesn't get the second but Sydney false started so it was effectively a turnover Hunt brings the ball down for the AS goes left side to Cumming Cumming then looks around for Tolo Tolo goes to Kennedy 
Kennedy across the top, inside to Tolo, again looking for Francis, and the turnover is affected. The AS just, uh, for the team that should be the most settled in the league, is looking rattled. Yeah. Lorenzini, this time air ball gets flapped away by Cummings, away from Domkins, and it will be another ball in from the backcourt. Goes to Veal. Veal over the top, no, doesn't go to, away from Kennedy, decides to take on the dribble. Gets in the front court. seven seconds left, takes on Kennedy, goes all the way, lays it in. Just two minds about what to do there, um, Jamie Kennedy. 51 plays 23 at the long break here at the AIS training hall. Nat Porter leads with 17 points, 14 for Muscle White, the only ones in double figures, but Veal has got nine. For the AIS, no one in double figures. The high scorer is Tolo with six points. Then the next best is Katie Ray Esri with five. And then the number 10 of Nicole Hunt has five points. So a disappointing start by the AIS. We'll see what they can do during this halftime break. This is the AIS Basketball Network on sportradio.com.au. Halftime here at the AIS Training Hall. And joining us is uh, a girl that's been extremely busy for the last six months since she won the grand final last year with the uh, Canberra Transact Capitals. And that, of course, is Abby Bishop. Uh, two World Championship campaigns, then going to join the Opal squad uh, in New Zealand for the Oceania Championships. Uh, have you had time to take a breath yet? Oh, I'm just starting to have time to take a breath at the moment. Um, I've had a few weeks off now, so it's been good, but... A massive year for me, going away with the under-21s, the under-19s, and then having a little stint with the Opals. So it's been a big year, but I really enjoyed it. And here tonight, watching a lot of those teammates uh, from that tr- those two trips in the AIS team. Yeah, watching watching my old teammates here at AIS, and um, also Alicia Poto and um, Porter, who I played with it, um, in New Zealand with the Opals, but also like Kayla, Francis, Mariana Tolo. Thought I'd come out and support them here tonight, even though there's a big... Uh, difference at the moment. Yeah. It seems like the two Canberra teams just haven't been able to get into the groove so far this year. No, early stages though, it's our first game and hopefully we can only get better. I mean, we've got a lot more to learn as a team and so do the AIS. They've been together two years now, so hopefully they'll get a few wins with a, with a good season this year. What was the biggest thing you learnt throughout the year when you were jet-setting around and really going from a different level of game each time you went out there in the different squads? I kind of just learned to try and be consistent. That was one major part of my game. Um, had to learn to be consistent, but also just like little things, learning to play with different people, um, learning to step up when I needed to step up, learning to get a rebound when I needed it, and, and just that kind of thing, just adjusting also just like little things like from um, different um, countries and stuff like that. But I've taken a lot out of it, and hopefully I'll be able to bring it into the, my game this season. And what are your goals, your personal goals for the Capitals this year? Um, personally, I just want to be a consistent um, post player. It hasn't started yet. Obviously, I was one from 10 last night, but that's all right. Everyone has a bad game, and um, hopefully I'll be able to start that next weekend or actually next Wednesday night when we take on the AIS here at the training hall. So. How tough was it? Half the team was crook with the flu. The other half hadn't been in town for very long. Yeah, it was pretty tough. Tully, she's pretty crook. She hadn't trained. Kelly Abrams is just coming off sickness. I'm injured at the moment. I haven't been training. I've actually got a sore foot, so, and realistically, we haven't been together for long. Um, you know, Tully's been the WNBA, I've been away, so we've only trained together for a week, um, and then you minus all the sick people, so. How was the feel after last night, even though, you know, you were saying that you you did have dramas with injuries and, and sickness and stuff, but it was, uh, you know, was it a fairly quiet dressing room, or did everyone just sort of take it on the chin? And 
Um, yeah, we just took it on the chin. We yeah. had a lot of talk in the change rooms after, like Rafi um, had a lot to say, but we just took it all in and hopefully um, we can start start again on Wednesday night and do everything that we've said we're going to do. Yeah, because even though the score blew out to 20 in the end, it wasn't really a 20-point really game. No, it wasn't no. really a 20-point game. They shot like something like eight or nine threes in the last... Had some nice or, shooting in the last Yeah, Alicia Poto hit some big shots on us, so... Yeah. Yeah. It, it was interesting there at times when um, when uh, Krista was fouled out, you went so short. What was the thoughts and what was the talk there to try and... The run-and-gun game wasn't working. I guess the post-game wasn't working. Was it just to completely try and change it? Because that's, that's when Sydney really got some dominance with tall players matching up on shorts. Yeah, well, I was sitting on the bench and I saw Christy get fouled out and I thought I was going to go on, but <laughs> Graffy put one of the littles on and, I don't know, like you said, maybe just the running game and stuff, but I think Nat Porter stepped up in that last bit for him and that hurt us. We needed someone to stop her there, but... I don't know, Graffy likes to try different things and we're obviously down by a few points then anyway, but it didn't work. Well, you're going up against your uh, teammates, well, former teammates, I should say, next Wednesday night at uh, the AS Training Hall here. And what what are your thoughts about all these Wednesday night games? And, of course, you do have to go to Russia soon as well. Yeah, um, they've squeezed it all in because of Russia. And, I mean, it's hard for the girls who work and, you know, that kind of thing, but... We have to do it. We have to get these games in before and after we go to Russia so that we get our schedule right and stuff. But should be a good game on Wednesday night. I think the AOS will push us to a new level, but hopefully everything we've said we'll do will happen on Wednesday night. So well, hopefully we can get the win. Well, Abby, uh, thanks very much for your time here during halftime and uh, all the best with your recuperation heading into uh, a short week, a Wednesday night game up against the AIS. Thank you. Lots of rest. Yes, uh, <laughs> Abby Bishop joining us here on the AIS Basketball Network as we have just a few minutes away from the restart of the second half. You've had a look at the stats, Simon. Yeah, some, some pretty, uh, pretty disturbing stuff in the stats. We, we talked about the, uh, the rebound count looks fairly similar. It's 19 to, to the AIS to, 70, to 18 to Sydney. Sydney shot at 56%. That's the lights out. Oh, that's just amazing. You know, shooting at threes at 55% too. The AIS only 30%, one of 10 from behind the three-point arc. So we saw that a bit. They were resorting to that, you know, geez, nothing's happening inside for us. Let's just jack up some threes. That clearly isn't happening for them either. Um, the top scorers we mentioned just before the break, Nat Porter with 17 off 50% shooting, Musselwhite with 14 off 50% shooting, Gavili with 9 off 100% shooting. You know, that's, that's really the big difference here is shot selection and, and Sydney's ability the ability of Sydney's big guns to be able to finish and get to the basket. Um, you know, the, the, the top scorer for the AIS at the moment, we've got Kayla Francis on six, um, Mariana Tolo on six, but even Kayla Francis with her six off two of eight shooting. You know, they're, they're making it very, very hard for themselves. It's not been a great night for the bigs of both Canberra-based teams here on the AS Basketball Network on sportradio.com.au. The second half about to get underway. A 51-23 matchup. And it will be Newley, Tolo, Hunt, Edsry and Francis coming back out onto the floor for the AIS. Sydney yet to show their hand with... Sydney yet to come out onto the floor. They're using all of that half-time break. But it's Veal Porter 
Musselwhite, Herrick and Poto, the starting five, returning for the Sydney Uni side. At Bendigo, it's 32 to 26 with six minutes and 18 left to go in the first half of Bendigo Spirit Basketball. As Newley now kicks it right-hand side to Newley. Goes to Tolo, high post left side. Outside to Hunt all by herself. Hits the iron and Veal, oh, she tries to jack it up, but it's over the back of the uh, backboard. And uh, well, Big grit on the face as she walks back in from uh, almost putting herself through the wall down that far end. Inbound ball goes to Newley. Look for the three. Muscle White falls to the ground. Newley trips over her and makes the shot, and that will be a foul. Even though it's it was a very late call, but it was the right call. Yeah, Muscle White totally fell over. Tripped, that. Yeah. yeah, tripped into Newley. They shake hands on the court now. Yeah, and uh, Newley gets to make the bonus. Fifty-one plays twenty-five. Nine minutes forty seconds left to go, and Newley gets her first points of the game. Rattles out on the free throw. Harry does yeah. the rebounding and Huge then travels. She's questioning it, but she took like four steps. <laughs> <laughs> As Esri inbounding, looks for Hunt, goes to her. She has to go across court to Newley, into the corner. Esri thought about the three for a moment, gets a good screen from Francis, kicks it out to Hunt, who's all by herself, rattles off the iron. Francis oh, does the rebound. rebounding. That was good over the top of Veal. Now Esri drives in, bounce pass off to Tolo, and Tolo finishes off. That's more constructive, more positive play by the AAS. That's all they need to do. They, they want to come out and they really want to work on their defense. So let Sydney score 30 points in that second quarter. They don't want to do that any night of the week So against any team. So they, it's a good start. It's a, a nice, promising start for the students. 51 zip. 51-2-27 as Veal layup goes over the top. Francis, well, she's going to carry the ball down the floor, gives it off to Esri on the fast break, stump over the top. Oh, no. Esri should have laid Bad it up pass, herself. Yeah. Herrick's mugged and Francis has been called for the foul. Yeah, Katie Esri really should have done something better than that really late dish to Nicole Hunt who's flying through. It is pretty Veal. much anything would have been better than what she'd done. Yeah. Veal gets it back from Musselwhite, now goes to Porter. Porter, then around the arc, Poto, Musselwhite again. Musselwhite puts the ball on the floor, but then goes back to Herrick, top of the arc. Goes to Poto. Poto gets a good screen from Herrick. Herrick rolls down to the low post. That time, Francis, much better in defence. She'll kick it out to Hunt down the left wing. Hunt goes to the left corner. Newly inside to Francis. Oh, Francis just couldn't finish up the layout. This time, putting on the underside of the ring, Porter will get it over the half and gives it to Veal, who settles down on the 45 left side. Top of the arc. Pulling back now to the centre circle is Poto. Porter trying to get... Uh, Porter trying to get some possession. Newley called for the foul. That will be Newley's third personal. Talk about a picture painting a thousand oh, words. In fact, the, second the look personal. that Matt Porter just shot the referee about how late he was in calling that shot. <laughs> oh, oh Musselwhite gets the ball in under the net. Her shot was short, but Veal did the rebounding. Veal carries it around, gives it to Porter, then gets it back. Poto now, left 40, right 45, I should say. Herrick has knocked. Esri over, and that's another foul on Herrick, another offensive foul. She'll sit down as Mel Smith will stand up. An, an offensive foul, she's got two offensive fouls now, Rachel Terrible. Herrick. That, Man. After she had a, a pretty good start to the season, it's gone to pieces here in game two. Over the top, Francis goes into Tolo. Tolo working between Musselwhite and Porter, gets the ball in. 
51-29, 7 minutes and 46 seconds. The rally continues for the AIS. Porter has to call muscle wide up around the arc, then goes to Veal. Porter has to throw the ball onto the chest before she takes possession of it. Now Smith, jump shot from 12 feet. Tolo rebounding it, slaps it away from Porter. It's over the baseline. 24 seconds, shot clock for the, uh, for the Sydney Uni Flames. 51 plays, 29, 7.31. Left to go in the third term. Inbound ball to Muscle White. Newly watching her. Goes to Poto now on the 45. Back to Porter. Porter wants the jump shot. Doesn't drop. Newly pulls it in. And Newly, oh, wrestling with Muscle White. Muscle White's going to be called for the foul then. Yeah, dumb foul too. That was just really unnecessary. But that's what you get with Michelle Musselwhite. It's all it's all brawn. Roll a dice, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's it. As uh, timeout called by the Sydney Uni Flames. Seven minutes, 20 left to go in the third term. Back over the Spirit leading the Rangers 39-232 with three minutes and 20 seconds left to go in the second quarter. Richards on 11 points. Harrow on 8 for the Spirit over in the Rangers side. Shelley Hammonds with 7 points. Good to see Shelley coming back from injury. Absolutely. Hamage is 6 points. Leading rebounders, Louise McLean with 4 for the Spirit. Shelley Hammonds with 5 for the Rangers. McInerney with uh, 3 assists. No surprise there. And uh, I can't see the steals but there's multiples with one steal apiece. Uh, (laughs) Just well, good to see one of the new expansion teams doing a little better. Of course, the Sirens were uh, were whipped in Townsville last night. Yeah, sirens coming to the nation's capital for two games, up against the AS on Friday night and the Capitals on Saturday. As 56% the Sydney Uni Flames still shooting at, because uh, I don't think they've made a shot in this second half, so nope. that percentage has <laughs> not changed. As uh, it's 30% for the AS. They've had 30 looks, just only nine conversions. Now newly over the top to Francis. Francis goes left, right. She worked in heavy traffic then and got the ball away and makes a shot. The run continues. They've brought it down to a 20-point ball game. Poto had the ball slapped away by Hunt, eventually getting it over the half. Smith told to cut baseline. Bounce pass goes to Porter. Porter tries to drive baseline and Tolo's given away a cheap foul. Just smart from Porter. She really had it. Had Tolo sealed pretty well and just, you know, no real thought of actually really going to the basket, but just... Draw the foul. Three team fouls apiece in this quarter. Six minutes, 55. Musselwhite gets an easy look and rattles it round to get it to drop about 18-foot jump shot that one. It's their first score for Sydney, so it was an eight-to-zip run, which is great news for the AIS. It was indeed, as Francis and Hunt share it around the arc. Francis in the paint all by herself, dumps it off to Tolo again. This time, Tolo's layup is fouled. I think the foul's going to go on Musselwhite too, and it is Musselwhite. That puts her... Into three personal fouls. Four personal fouls for Herrick and three personal fouls for Jansen. As Esri sits down, Domkins comes back in along with Cummings. Domkins for Sydney Uni. Didn't see who sat down then, but it was, was Musselwhite. It was Muss, yeah. yeah. Tolo doesn't make the shot, but Francis does the rebound. He takes it back. Cummings was a long way down when she faked that three. Hunt gives it to Francis for three. It's short. Francis Smith just boxed out too well that time. Gets the rebound, gives it off to Veal, who brings it down the floor. So, 53 plays 33, 20-point ball game as Sydney have to wake up here. AIS getting a good run. It's an 8-point to 2 run in this third term. Porter, though, just carries it in and just 
fit brilliantly there. She almost, Tolo and uh, I think Cummings laid hands on her as yep. she was coming forward. So she was putting the shot up no matter what because the foul was was looking like it was imminent. Just too quick. Just Cummings and Newley Ooh. lay it out around the arc. Francis can't box it out. Dompkins keeps it in, throwing it back towards Veal. Karen Dalton's asking where was the call there as her players were mugged. Smith goes across Dompkins, top of the arc, gives it to Porter. Porter over the top to Veal. Veal, oh, drops it behind her, gets it, and layup is made. Now the easy points are Finger starting roll, to flow. Baby. The roll has ended for the AS as a whistle on play. AAS wanted to bring some subs in. Martin and Lewis coming in for uh, Newley and also Tolo. Dean Kinsman trying to convince the referee of a uh, bit of travelling there from uh, Nat Porter, but wasn't to be. <laughs> as, uh, Brilliant start to the second second half for the Institute. This is a really good. Was a much better run, but they just gave away a few easy baskets there, and it's 57. But it looks still some of that belief that yeah, we, you know, we can play against a team that's that's this good. So as it is. Hunt now, bringing the ball down the floor. Hunt goes to the right-hand side, gets it to Lewis. Lewis thinks about the three. Cummings then goes to Martin for three. She pulls the trigger and bang, makes the shot. It's 57 to 36 as Veal bounce pass to Smith in the corner. She goes to Poto at the top of the arc. Hunt watching her. Hunt slaps it away from Poto. Poto, almost a backcourt violation there as she lost the dribble. Porter thinks about an NBA three-point attempt, then takes on Francis, gets it over the top, and the slap away goes into the hands of Francis, hunts off to the races. Neil gets back in time. Tried to go in, double team was Francis. Hunt will get it away as it slapped away. Three-point attempt, no. This time, it's Francis getting the inbound pass from Martin. She was slapped over the shoulder by Domkins, and that will be just Domkins first. In fact, they're Mel calling Smith. that on Mel yeah. Smith. And okay. that's the right call too. And Mel Smith didn't need to come across there and contest that. Donkins had a sealed, had a there. Would have been better if Mel had slid around the side and maybe closed off that, that uh, I guess, that spin into the into the lane there. But 4.44 left to go in the third term as uh, Kayla Francis gets her ninth point of the game this time from the free throw line. The second shot was a lot more convincing than the first. I noticed Francis has a tendency when she puts the shot up to fade, normally to the right-hand side when she does that quick turn and shoot. And uh, I guess that's something that experience and experience under pressure will be uh, worked out. Yeah, I mean, Kayla's a, Kayla's a pretty phenomenal player. She's one of those players that looks fairly ungainly and, and not very uh, dexterous, but she's very deceptive. Donkins, oh, foot on the three-point arc. Francis taps it away from Porter. The AAS are up and running here. Cummings dumps Ooh, over the top looking for uh, Martin, but it wasn't to be, and Veal's going to carry it back. Bounce pass. That was kicked away by Porter that time. The yeah, bounce wasn't went a great straight pass. into a foot. <laughs> <laughs> Veal knew it straight away. She just kicked the ball away in disgust. But, uh... 57-38, so we're down to a 19-point ball game here with four minutes and 17 seconds left. There's a run here for the AIS as we look at the stats. Well, 15 points in this quarter, so they've outscored the Sydney Uni Flames 15-6. to six. Unfortunately, they were outscored 21-8 to eight in the first quarter and 30-15 to 15 in the second. So, 57-38 here at the training hall. We go back across 
to the we go back across to the Spirit Rangers game as we get this one restarted and it's 47-36 the Spirit leading as the other game tonight Kennedy gives it to Martin for another three and the AAS getting a lot of confidence from these three point shots just putting up you know they're starting to attack the basket a lot better than they did in that first quarter they really just didn't even look like wanting to get to the basket 57 plays 41 as Poto gets the ball on the left hand 45 Kennedy watching her Poto looks at Domkins who backs into Martin turnaround jump shot was good and Domkins is really becoming a lot more solid and uh, she hasn't physically become more but just looking like more confident and being able to take that body on body stuff yeah that's a, a part of her game she really needs to lift is that that one-on-one you know physical stuff Lewis tried to get it inside to Tola that time. It was cut off by Jansen. And Jansen getting the steal there. Poto in the front court. Porter across to Poto. It broke into the left field. Hits the deck. Porter in the paint. Low post. Left-hand side. Tolo's been called the foul. The shot didn't drop. And that puts both teams now in the bonus. Three minutes and ten seconds left to go in the third term. Just Matt Porter too smart again. You know, getting that... Getting that seal and that lane to the basket and she knows that she puts up the shot she's going to get fouled. Now Tolo and Francis both sitting on three fouls here. They're both on the floor. Martin, Hunt and Kennedy. The others as oh, Porter leaves out well short. That hit uh, right on the front of the iron. The Capitals watching with interest the team they'll be taking on on Wednesday night at the training hall. Sport Radio will be there to cover it for you. The AIS Radio Network, you're back again on Wednesday, Simon. The busy night. You and uh, John Keogh calling the game <laughs> on Wednesday as Hunt goes right side to Martin. Martin had a look for three, drove down to the low post and banks it in and it's down to a 60-43 ball game. Two minutes 50 left and the AIS really starting to go and this good crowd in at the training hall is really getting behind the students. Jansen, I guess it's because they're all under 14, the majority <laughs> of the crowd, and they want to be a AIS student of the game. Francis watching Porter. Francis taps it away from Porter. Porter turns around for the three, hits off the iron. Porter could get the rebound Ooh, here. No, Francis. Uh, no, Kennedy and Francis going after it. Kennedy gets control, kicks it wide. In the corner, Hunt. Low post is Tolo. Oh. Tolo leaves the layup short. The reverse layup she gets, and the points will count. She'll go to the line. Dean Kinsman a lot happier with his side's aggression and execution. Well, of course, we don't know what he said to them at uh, halftime, but a lot better. She's uh, All the girls just look... It's, it's, you can see it in the way they're running up and down the floor. There's more confidence there. It's, and, uh, you know, we, we speculated before the half and to be like, you know, don't worry about the game. Just get out there and play. Take these guys on. You've got a wonderful opportunity to play against three, you know, world champions in this Sydney team. Go out there and just take them on. As it is... 62-46. AAS rally continues here at the training hall. Lorenzen, Ooh, Lorenzini Lorenzini. knocks down a big three and moves it to 20 points for the AAS in this quarter, now to 12 points for the Sydney Uni Flames. It's Esri over the top from Martin to Francis. And I think there was a foul called on that late. I thought the ball had left the arm. Now, when the ball leaves the arm, my understanding of the rule is it's play on. But a very late call on the foul. 63-48, and Francis goes to the line. Third personal for Nat Porter as well. So, 
things not going Sydney's way, but certainly by no means not any trouble. And it is converted. So Tolo with 16 points for the game now, as it is Francis with 12, Martin with 8 for the AS. Porter with 20, Musselwhite with 16, and Veal with 11. As a charging foul... Jansons picks up a moving screen. fifth foul? Yes, yeah, it is. She's, she's out fouled out of the game. Wow. So, uh, Connie Jansons... Brings Herrick back in on four fouls. Well, this, is the, this is the concern if you're Sydney, their depth. Now, their starting five is amazing and, and a very impressive starting five. When you drop down to six, seven, eight, you're starting to, to reach. Tolo goes inside to Francis, but Francis just had it slapped away by Poto, who stole the ball from her. Goes down to Porter. No one with Porter at the moment. Tolo picks her up eventually, but she gets the ball to Poto. Uh, it's Herrick. Herrick has got an open look here at the three-point arc. Doesn't Never take it. Never even think about it. No. no. As Domkin, she'll think about a three, but dribbles first, goes off the side of the iron. Francis does a clean-up. Hunt goes long, gives it inside to Esri. Liap is short, but Tolo in the putback is good. And it's 63, plays 51 here at the training hall. The AIS coming back into it and buoying themselves up for a great finish. Lorenzini now goes left side to Domkin. Back to Porter. Esri tried to steal it around the back. Poto gets the handoff. Poto and Esri. Poto gets away from Esri, puts up the shot, a foul late. And Esri reaching in from behind. That was a, a silly move there. The ball was gone. But that's what they're also doing this, this quarter too, the, the Institute. They're contesting those baskets. They were letting them just take it to the line before, take it to the hole and, and make some pretty easy shots in the first half. Now they're contesting stuff. As the, second, the first is made by Poto. Second... Looking to be on its way now. It is, and it is. Sydney settling it back. 65-51. The 14-point ball game here at the training hall. AAS, what can they do? 32 seconds. Esri in the paint. Francis for three off the iron, but falls into the hands of Martin. Hunt gets to set up. They have 21 seconds on the shot clock. 20 seconds on the game clock. So I should say a one point difference. It was County Down as I was talking to you. Hunt going back to Esri. Esri working around the arc. Turns in. Loses low post. Goes back to Francis. Francis drives to the basket. Yes. Gets it in. Oh, it, uh, bounced around on the back of the iron for a while but eventually dropped. Now on the buzzer. Oh. Porter <laughs> jacks one up from half court. It was looking promising just to the right hand side in the end. And at Three-quarter time, well, it's a ball game, Simon, as it will be a 65-53 ball game. 12 points and a, and a brilliant quarter for the Institute. They really came back. Was, what was it, 28 at halftime. So that is a huge, huge victory in itself, that quarter, for the AIS. Yeah, it was a big comeback. Looking at the scorers, Natalie Porter with 20, Musselwhite with 16 and Veal with 11. Tolo with 17, Francis 15, and Martin with 8 points. If I go to the box scores now, just to look at some of the breakdown here, and, well, Francis shooting at 33% from the field, 5 from 15, 100% from the field from Nikita Lee Martin, including those two big three-pointers. It's a, a good run. She found a, found a range in confidence quickly, 78%. For Mariana Tolo, seven from nine from the field, three from three from the free-throwing line. The 
Turnovers, 17 for the AIS. Sydney Uni also with 17. Steals, 2 for Sydney Uni. And then the AIS having uh, just the... Uh, well, they've got the two steals as well. So stats looking fairly even across the board. It's just the AIS weren't converting in that first half. Yep, they lifted their shooting percentage to 41 from 30, which is uh, always a good thing. They won that quarter by 16 points. The AIS scored 30 points in that quarter, so that's that's a huge quarter for them, and yep, that's and something that uh, Karen Dalton would be really upset about, I that reckon. That rectifies the second quarter, but you still have the problem that you've got a 21-8 first term. But the AIS, well, a Mexican wave around the AIS, the Capitals all getting involved in it as well. Everyone getting excited. They can smell it. <laughs> it game. broke down at the uh, Sport Radio commentary box. So yeah, well... <laughs> We're old men, we're, we're past That's that it. stuff. We are. <laughs> it is the final quarter of the game. Sydney have possession and Poto gets the inbound pass from Lorenzini, Herrick, Porter and Domkins. Domkins hands off to Poto. Poto drives in, jump shot nice. from Poto is good. Made made space for herself. Then. Yeah, that's exactly right. She knows how to make, give herself some room and, and how to take a good you know, high percentage shot. Hunt goes to the left-hand side, gives it to Martin who goes outside Esri. Esri just got the ball short, took on Lorenzini, it's tapped away Esri gets the ball back, Poto has trying to go after it Hunt now, they've got 6 seconds left Hunt's going to have to jack something up, no it goes inside, bit more discipline no, Tolo can't get the layup to drop Hunt now Ooh, lays it yes. back in that was a great uh, well she was just charging in there didn't have the ball but made it into a play by going for the rebound 67 to 55, 12 point ball game Simon with 9 minutes left it's all happening here. It is. We thought it would be a huge blowout. Poto in the paint. Bounce pass to Lorenzini. Lorenzini drives down. Tolo with the rejection. Hunt now down the left-hand wing. Confidence Hunt. is a beautiful thing. It is indeed. <laughs> Tolo goes into the corner to give it to Esri. Esri now long over to Francis. Francis had space. Porter was off her. Puts the ball on the floor. Kicks it right side to Martin. Martin goes into the corner. Hunt has time to set. Looks good. Rattles off the iron. Francis will put it back in. It was right on the shot clock too. I think that shot clock buzzer was about to uh, go off (laughs) when that hit the ring. Ten point game. It is AAS rallying here. And it's not because Sydney are playing their bench. It is starters out there. And Lorenzini, reverse layup, slapped away. Hunt takes on... Dompkins and Hunt's been called for the travel that time. Another block shot by Tolly. She is going to be a huge... That is going to be one player that everyone's going to want to get a piece of when she comes out of the AIS. Veal and Musselboy coming back on. They actually didn't start in that, that quarter. So, uh, yes, Karen Dalton obviously wanting to make sure that they're going to be there down the, down the trip for these last eight minutes. Mel Smith has it rejected by Francis this time. And the AIS confidence is back. 10-point ball game, 8 minutes and 10 seconds left. And I think the Capitals are willing on the AIS here because they don't want Sydney to get out to a two-game lead in the Australian Defence Force. WNBL, Francis steals the inbound pass from Porter. It's bounce pass off to Newley. Newley was not in a good position there, but gets it to Hunt. Then on the left-hand side, Martin over the stop to Tolo to Francis. They're working it around, looking for their open play. Charge called on Newley. She got the shot to drop, though. So that would have brought it back down to single figures. Unfortunately, there it was. It was the call there to be made. 
definitely there's a tendency for a couple of the guards in the AS to lead with that and push out that armbar. They've got to hold it there. They can't use it as a lever. Go back to the spirit game in a moment for you as Smith and Poto working around. Ooh. Poto puts up the shot. She worked to the left and to the right. Francis, ooh, almost a travel there, but Francis got it off to Hunt. Doing the... Doing the hard work there. Nicole Hunt at the duck and weave. Gets it to Francis. Martin outlets. Uh, but Francis will get it back to Newley. Tolo oh. working over the top of two. Great oh, boards. Porter. And Newley's going to sit down here. Is that oh, is her fourth personal foul? No. Kinsman leaving her in the game for the moment. As Lewis comes in for Tolo. Mm. Ten point ball game. I just. I don't know about that sub. Yeah, it's an interesting one. They lose a bit of height, but as uh, well as Coach Brown always used to say, I'm here to develop the teams, not yeah. necessarily win games. Yep. But you want to see these girls get some confidence. Feel. Oh, I thought about the three. Newly gave it space. Poto at the right elbow knocks it down, and we're back to a 12-point game. 69 plays 57. With Lewis back out there, you'd be looking at her outside shooting skill, and she's a great outside shooter. Yep. As Francis goes outside to Lewis, it's missed. It was off the left-hand side, Francis. Oh, oh wow. Hunt gets in there, steals it back. Oh. Francis goes again. This time, Musselwhite knocks it over the baseline. 69 Once plays, again, Nicole Hunt, the shortest player out there, pulls in the rebound. Tell you what, we'll go to the box score of this AIS game to try and get you some rebound stats for Hunt. Nicole Hunt sitting on... Three defensive rebounds. That was an offensive. Yeah. She, but she got an off. She got a score off an offensive rebound before. All right. I won't argue. Aren't, aren't that's perfect. <laughs> that's not my strong suit. No, they're not always perfect. So it's usually just an indication. But I, uh, I call it as I see it, or how I thought it went. Exactly. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Back at the twelve for Sydney. It is timeout. Yeah, I just want to talk about it. They are losing a bit of momentum. It's probably a good time for Coach Kinsman to call it. He's starting to, to rush players back out into the lineup there when things aren't going right. So it's probably a, a, a wise decision to sit down, talk about it for a minute. Don't freak out. You've, you've, you know, you outscored them by 16 points in that second, in that third quarter. Keep playing the same way. Absolutely. And, and don't panic. You're only down by 12 here. As, uh, well, it's 69-57. The summary ever as the Spirits. Leading the Rangers 49 to 38. Just about to go into the second half there. Gabrielle Richards on 17 points. She has had a, a, a great time over in the United States too. And uh, 17 points for Gabrielle Richards. Cambridge on 8 points. Hammonds on 7. And Probus on 6. A few new players into that Dandenong Rangers lineup. They're in a, uh, what do you call it, a rebuilding phase of, their, yep. e uh, of their evolution. <laughs> Veal, Smith, Musselwhite, Poto, and also Porter. Smith with the ball at the moment. She's pirouetted three times now. Then gives it to Porter, who tries to take on Francis. Francis, oh, the ball tapped away from her. Hunt going in after it hard. Had it trapped away by Porto. In the end, the AS couldn't keep it in on the sideline. That was started by Mel Smith. That was some great play. I think this is Sydney's starting five here. They've been starting Herrick, but... I would be starting so? Mel Smith. I think she's a, a, a brings more to the floor. Yeah. 
I'm just trying to see. Oh, Smith in the AM one. She's a, used to be a Brooks, Brooks wearer. There's a funny story with the uh, shoes and uh, a couple of the AAS players there. As AAS defence saying tough. Cummings comes up with a rebound. Lewis crashed into her too. But uh, a number of looks there just not going down for Sydney that time, Sign. Yeah, there's, uh, they're looking tired. Tolo yeah. looking Francis to come back in. just checked up a Ooh. shot from nowhere. Wasn't the percentage play. It didn't land. 69 plays 57. Long range shot from Veal. Smith, she has a drop on the side, on the back, and then through the hole. Can you, does it count as an assist if it bounces off the ring? <laughs> that was a bizarre I, I call play it a rebound, but it looked like it was a pass <laughs> off the backboard. As, Weird. Uh, well, if anyone's going to do it, Veal will. Lewis has the ball in hand. She was open. Didn't go that way for the ball. Francis down low post. Oh, just charges in. Tried to jack something up in the end. She hit a brick wall in that quarter then. Yeah. Porter was not going to let her get to the basket and played. 71-57. Sydney settling it down here in the final term of the game as we once again see Veal running down the right wing. Veal Gets to the low post, bounce pass outside to Porter, then it's back to Poto. Muscle White's on the left-hand side. She's gone quiet. Let's see if she can spark things back up to Sydney. Here she goes. Drives in the paint and who's going to get floor again. Who's going to get a foul, though? Because it's Kayla Francis that gets the foul. That's her fourth personal now. Yeah. It is the third team foul for the AIS. No team fouls for Sydney. So when this comes down to the crunch, Sydney in the better position at the moment. Absolutely. Leading on the scoreboard, of course, but uh, just with the stats-wise, they are in a more comfortable position if it got close. Musselwhite makes both and opens it up to a 73-57 ball game. Can the AS dig themselves out of uh, this one? It's getting down to the crunch. Four minutes and 40 seconds left to go. Francis, left-hand side to Esri. Musselwhite watching her closely. Now Esri... Drives to the right-hand elbow, then outlets to Hunt. Over the top to Tolo. Tolo, second foot in is good. She was mugged the first time, though. Had the seal and really had Porter oh, out of position. Just tried to... Uh, she should have gone for the ball then. She was too busy worrying about what Porter was doing. Then to look at the inbound pass, it almost hit her in the back of the head. Poto. Poto now. Thinks about the three. Francis watching her. Smith over the top. And this time uh, is Hunt going to the ground. Porter... Is called for ripping Hunt to the floor. That's a mismatch in defence that you normally expect Sydney to uh, exploit. Yeah. Just a little unlucky. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a huge thing, but there was enough of it there to just grab the arm and, and rip that back. But, uh, you know, we, we, we talked earlier in the game about uh, Nat Porter's demeanour. It's certainly, in, in days gone by, she would have been pretty fired up with that. She just wandered over. You could tell she wasn't happy. Wandered over, handed the ball to the ref, wandered back down the court. Well, Peter Buckle in charge of Townsville now. I'm wondering if that uh, mongrel, I think is the safe way to call it, is still going to be with that Townsville side. A new reason why there'll be a rivalry between Canberra oh, yeah. with, uh, of course, Porter, Kerr and Jackson no longer on the floor for both those teams. Um, I think the battle of the coaches, the uh, master and his, her apprentice, yeah, uh, is what that battle is going to be all about in the uh, immediate future, anyway. Yeah, and there was a lot. There was a lot of talk when uh, when Graffy took her sabbatical that it, it should have been Peter Buckle that took over the Capitals' reign. Round, mate. Let's oh, do here it. we go. Yep. That uh, 
you know, it should have been Peter Buckle, but it was in fact Tom Ma who yeah. came out of the wilderness and coached him to that championship, of course. But I'll tell you uh, what, this uh, Mexican wave going through twice. As uh, returning to the floor, the AIS have Tolo Hunt, Esri, Newley and Martin. Sydney going with, well, Simon Peters starting five. It's the actual starting <laughs> five, Les Herrick and Moore Smith. Oh, turnaround jump shot by Esri. Over the top of Veal was a very nice, classy move. And we're back to a 12-point ball game, three minutes 50. Muscle White. Porter, then to Poto, Poto back to Veal, top of the arc. Goes down to Muscle White as uh, Newley is going to sit down for the rest of this game. To fifth. Yes, it is. She was wrestling with Porter. Porter hooked the arm and then was skillful enough to get her in such a position that it looked the other way. Absolutely. It's a, it's a new string to now Porter's bow. She is very but good stealth. at drawing fouls and, 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 and just getting that attention in under the basket. Muscle White fakes the three-point shot, drives down to the baseline. She's laughing at herself there because she just overcooked it. Went straight over. No Mel Smith. Smith gets a good J from the baseline about, oh, what's that, 12 feet away? Yep. And it's out to 74-61. As uh, I can't quite work out the signs that are going up over here. Excuse me. A few signs being put up in the background. <laughs> I don't know if it's got something to that Australia's Got Talent show where they hold up the... the comp- oh, there's a fine. Fine up there. Oh, okay. The Excellent. control panel's gone out. That's why the score didn't register. And the call now is to... Uh, Dean Kingsman wants Kennedy in, Martin to sit down. Martin was red hot there in that third term, but hasn't had any looks. Um, don't know why she hasn't had any looks either. There was a couple of times that the opportunity was there. Just uh, should have been full of cock a hoop of full of confidence. Yeah. The uh, panel just getting some running repairs being done to it now. At the AS training hall, three minutes and 49 seconds left to go in the game. 73 plays. 61 here at the uh, at the training hall. We'll have a technical, technical timeout, time <laughs> and I'll take you over to the Bendigo Spirit, and we'll look at the update here as the second half is underway. And it was the Spirit leading the Rangers in the uh, into the long break. They continue to lead the Rangers, 55 to 40. Seven minutes and 41 seconds remaining in that third term. Gabriel Richards, 19 points. Christy Harrower, 12 points. Gee, didn't the coach do some good recruiting there? Yeah, that would have been a big ask. Her her father, the uh, (laughs) the coach. Karen Ashby. Hey, Dad, want to come play for my team? Sure, no worries. Six six points, yeah, back in your hometown. It is a a great story there. Karen Ashby, six points. For the Dandenong Rangers, Cambridge on nine... Oh, Shelley Hammonds now goes to nine points. Cambridge on eight. And... uh, well, Gabriel Richards, six rebounds. Shelley Hammonds, five rebounds for the Rangers. Uh, McInerney with the three assists still. Uh, Louise McLean, not familiar with her, but has got one steal. But it has been the spirit all the way on the score sheet. So shooting at 53% from the field, 85% from the free throw line. The ending on, 43% from the field and 43 from the free throw line. Oy. They've had 20 shots to Spirit for 38 
uh, from 38. 20 converted from 38. 45 looks for Dandenong. 19 converted. So a lot of shoot, a lot of shots there, but just uh, not going in for the Rangers. Back here at the uh, AOS training hall, and it is a 75-61. I thought it was a 73-61 score. That last shot didn't didn't go up. That's why the uh, there was the kerfuffle and, and the discovery that there was actually a problem with the score. Yeah, it's gone up now on the internet as well. So we've got confirmation. 75-61. It's on the internet, Sydney Uni, it must be true. 10, 10 points to 8 for the AS. So Sydney leading this quarter by 2 now as the AS rallying back in the second half. Francis with the ball top of the arc. Fakes the uh, shot from the arc. Then takes off oh. Porter and draws the foul on Porter. She'll go to the line to shoot the bonus. Three minutes and 37. And now the AS have to get the stoppages. They have to be drawing these fouls. The three-point plays. That's Porter's fifth, too. She's out. She's out of the game. So that was a, a big... And this is, where, this is where Sydney are in trouble. The, you'd well, Herrick's on four. Yep, exactly. She goes out there and picks up another foul. Lorenzini's out of the game. Yeah, you've got no bigs out there, essentially. This could be a, a real boon for the AAS. Absolutely. Francis makes the extra. Game. If it get, oh, the ball goes over the sideline from the veal inbound pass, missing Musselwhite, and the AAS get a chance now to bring it down into single figures. Now, that ball wasn't touched, though. AAS actually get it from the baseline. So, real brain. Oh, snap. kick it out to Esri for three. Hits the iron. Tolo can't get it. Herrick boxed out well that time. Smith carries it down the floor. Smith on the right-hand side. Hands off to Poto. Hunt watching her. Hunt is so small compared to even Poto. But doing a big job for the AAS in the second half. Poto and Hunt gets it from Veal again. Then goes back to Musselwhite. Musselwhite now. Drives in on, on Esri, then goes back to Poto. Poto's shot doesn't fall. Hunt slaps it back in. Esri, oh, great work. Now, Musselwhite was sliding on the floor, but managed to get rid of the ball so quickly, the uh, referees didn't have a chance to think, gee, that is actually a travel. <laughs> I had too much time in my hands and I picked it. Beal <laughs> gets a handoff from Smith. Poto, oh, she gets a great screen from Smith, but can't drop the uh, three-point attempt. Herrick gets the rebound and Sydney importantly, are controlling the ball and having looks, even though they're not dropping at the moment. 75, play 64. Poto into the corner. Veal for three. Bang. No. Rattles out. Hunt's off to the races now. Veal's coming up behind her. Hunt manages to keep the dribble. Tolo inside. Puts it in. And Smith has been called the foul, I think, there. That means Mel Smith. Oh, she's only going to get a second. You hope it's Smith. Yes, it was on Mel Smith because Herrick was there. So, wow. 66, the AAS with a shot to come. They're now into single figures here. 75, 66, AAS fighting back. Sydney just in disarray. And now we talked about it earlier in the, in the game. A brilliant starting five, but when you lose one or two of those players... It's all net from Tolo. And 75 plays 67. We have got an exciting one here at the training hall. Smith brings it up to the arc, then goes to Musselwhite, top of the arc, hands off to Poto. There's Poto back and forth, inside goes to Musselwhite on the elbow. Musselwhite backing into the key, fadeaway jump shot. Esri gets the foul. Esri, the, the shot doesn't go down, you don't let her go to, to the free throw, you know, you don't want to let her go for an easy shot, and she 
fouled it nice and early so that the shot wasn't going to drop. As Dean Kinsman talking to his charges, they're talking to Nicole Hunt particularly. As Musselwhite makes the first, I still think Musselwhite's had a pretty strong game here. Not as sure. not as explosive as last night. She makes both. Probably end up with almost as many. She's got 20 points, so yeah, uh, was very quiet in that third quarter where where Sydney went when she was sitting down pretty much. Lot, yeah, yeah. As Esri now. Oh, Ooh. Esri just Poto, took on yeah. Poto. Yep. And Poto wasn't set. Nah, didn't have position. That will be a defensive foul, putting them to the five line. teams. Yep. So yep. that goes to the line. Oh, perhaps not. The, the amazing thing about the scoreboard here, it's so quick, you don't see it click over. We're used to it kicking over like a yeah. minute after the call. That's it, yeah. yeah, the arena. <laughs> and so the ball's in from the side. It was tapped away by Sydney. So AIS gets the ball back this time from the baseline. It's still 1 minute 57. 10-point ball game. You'd think Sydney is safe. You'd still think though, time is a big, big oh, factor Oh, the ball here. goes oh, into no. Kayla Francis's foot. Oh, no. So That's the turnover exactly what they didn't need. Yeah. There is time here, but, you know, you got when you've got uh, Alicia Poto and Kristen Veal in the back court, there's not going to be any rush shots. No, it's 18 seconds to get it into the front court. Herrick now through hands to Veal. Back to Musselwhite. Pulls the trigger on a three. Oh, Veal with a rebound. Offensive. That's a big play right there. Because it just stops possessions. Herrick goes. Effectively lets you add another 20 seconds under under your offense. Oh, Musselwhite driving down. She can't get it to drop. Smith tapped it down to Musselwhite. Musselwhite had a foot out of play. See, no score there for Sydney, but 35 seconds gone off the clock. Yep. Musselwhite gets the ball from Francis, carries it down. Good screen by Francis that time. Oh, Hunt's going to drive all the way, lays it over the top, and it's uh, slapped away by Herrick into the chest of Smith. Hot potato there from Sydney for a minute there. Yes, Veal and Poto work it out of the backcourt. Musselwhite on the left 45 now. 77 play, 67. Veal goes back to Poto. They're just running down their set. Minute left in the game. Over the top to Smith. Smith turn, jump shot. Ooh, rattles around, doesn't fall. Herrick is going to be fouled out of the game. With that push in the back. But you've got to be thinking... Oh, and it's, it travels yeah. the floor too. So here it goes out of the game. Wow. Plus they travel the floor with it. See, even here still, they hit two free throws. Sydney has possession with 54. It's an eight-point game. It's really, you know, three threes or, or four at least decent shots for the AIS to win it. So time is, is certainly with the, the Flames. But I think regardless of the, of the final score here... Just a brilliant second half of the AIS, and they can walk away really proud after the, the first half that they had. It was appalling. But they essentially weren't there to be able to just come up back at halftime and, and blow a team like Sydney out of the water by 16 points in a quarter. That's, that's huge. They now go to 15, 16 points to 12 in this quarter as well. 77 plays 69 here as the Sydney Uni Flames just have to run it down now. There's two more plays in this game as Musselwhite backs it in. AIS get the strip from Francis. Francis carrying it down the floor. Hands off to Hunt. Hunt goes around. She gets it back to Francis who's set for a three then drove down into the paint. Tolo gets mugged by Smith. So that stops the clock again. 31.7. That's as important as the shots. For sure, for sure. Personal foul on Smith. That's only her third. So they make him here. It's a six-point game. 
Six-point game with 31 seconds left. That's two possessions. And Five point? No, sorry. She's got to make both. Yep, absolutely. Tola yeah. makes the, the first and the Bang. second. It is Huge. good. Sydney try to inbound it, but the AS slap it away immediately, so Veal will go to the other side to try and get it in. Full court pressure now, Muscle White and Veal, Poto all in the backcourt. Veal gets it over the front, 28 seconds left. Now Smith, bounce pass. Francis then goes back to, well, Smith goes back to Veal. Veal just pulling up on the three-point arc. Smith cuts on the baseline, right-hand low post. Muscle White now. Oh, the, the, the scoreboard's gone out again. Scoreboard dropped out in the play. I didn't see what the seconds were. I saw it go down, but I cannot, I cannot believe they stopped the game because the scoreboard stopped. You know, when, when, when the ball goes dead again, sure. Stop it there. But, but how do you work out how many seconds are counting down? Well, this is exactly it now. And, and what happens here to Sydney get the ball from the sideline with a new 24? That's what I think will happen here. And if, you, if that if happens, that happens if you're the AIS, you're spewing because well, you, you've, spewing. <laughs> you've run down. You, you've yep. You've, you've run Sydney down like most of their shot clock. Now they're going to get a new 24. Well, it'd be interesting to see. There were 17 seconds left on the game on the internet clock. We've got 19.6 on the game clock. Now, the, the scoreboard reset at the there point it went dead. Yeah. But the shot yep. clock's saying zero. Yeah, no, the because the, I, I remember when Veal brought it over the front court here, I looked up at the clock and I noticed so it was 19 seconds. It should seconds. be 14 seconds left to go in yeah. this game. Yep. And that would also mean that we would have... 19 to go, they're saying, so... Yeah, it doesn't really, I don't think, yeah, benefit Dean Kinson's anyone. saying, well, if the shot clock's yeah. not involved, it's our ball, because that means there must have been a turnover. Timeout yeah. as the referees will have a confab. And if you're Dean Kinsman, you, you you're going to fight because this one. it's your home court. Yeah. But the <laughs> funny thing is, the internet score has been reset now to 20 seconds. So they would have the they would have it. Let's go to the play-by-play here on the internet, and it says a six-point lead to Sydney when Mariana Tolo made the shot. So it doesn't have any of the uh, of the restart of the clock there. So yeah. Well, you could. You could say 32 seconds or 31.7 seconds, Sydney with the ball in the backcourt. Yep. And that's the fairest way. I don't know whether that's legal or not, but that's how I would do it. Yeah. Sydney ball in the backcourt. We know that there was 31.7 seconds left in the game. From the last score. Yep. yep. From the last score. That, I, I don't know whether uh, there's going to be... But they, if they go back to the last score, it's a very simple reset. Yep. Well, it's simple for us here at Sport Radio on the AIS Basketball Network. We're not biased. We're just telling it the way we see it. It's always simple to sit here from the sideline and comment. We haven't missed a shot all year. That's right. 77-71, the game. Go back over to the Bendigo Spirit game for a moment as we uh, have a look at the WNBL, the defence force, WNBL stats. Up by 18 now, the Spirit. 67 to 49, shooting at 50% still. Here in the uh, third term. Well, in fact, that's the three-quarter time break. So now we're down to 49. 18 seconds on the clock. Well, it still seems easier to go back to the, the other clock. end and reset it, reset it from the inbound ball at the baseline. Yeah. For goodness' sake. See, that's not even right. If you're talking 31 seconds, 
Only 13 seconds have gone since the free throw. So in in theory, you know, you should be having 11. Oh yeah, 11 seconds left on the shot clock. So, well, is it, it just seems so much easier? You had a definite break when you knew the time. Yeah. And nothing happened down the other end. It wasn't a foul call. It was a timeout. For, it was a uh, stop play. We'll mail our suggestion to the league. Yes. Smith. Block shot by Martin, but it is going to send Smith to the line. Well, we don't have to go too far. We can speak to Lorraine. She's over in the box. She joined us last night on the Capitals Radio Network, an interesting interview with Lorraine Landon. Domkin sits down as Shields comes back in for 11.9 seconds. Obviously, uh, Karen Dalton feeling safe now. Yeah, they... Uh, First shot is good. There'll be words had, I think, in, 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 at the end of the game and at training on uh, Monday or Tuesday. AAS don't have long to wait. Smith makes both, so it's back out to an eight-point ball game here. Nine seconds left. Francis hands off to Hunt. Hunt turns around, goes to Tolo. Tolo is put back in, doesn't fall. Ball is in the hands of Sydney Uni, who has started their 2008 championship with a road trip double. They win. 79 to 71 here at the training hall. Simon Peters will hook you up with the radio mic here and you can go around speaking to all and sundry just looking at the scorers for the AIS. At full time, it was, well, both Musselwhite and Porter on 20 points, Veal on 11, Poto on 9, Tolo with 24 points, Kayla Francis with 20 and Nikita Martin is on eight as well it was an interesting game Musselwhite with seven personal fouls oh, sorry Musselwhite with seven rebounds sorry Kayla Francis with 12 Dolo with seven and Hunt with five yep. Sydney just having a little bit of a conference in the middle there yep they'll be just uh, they'll be happy to walk away with that win that was uh, looking a little bit desperate there for them but uh, really the personnel they've got out there, they're able to hang on to it nicely. Alright, Simon, we're going to take you off the headset there. You can just go at it. Feel free to interrupt me at any time as I continue to look at the stats here as the AS second half was far better than the first. It was a well, it was a very exciting it was a very exciting uh, game in that second half, the AIS really fighting back hard. We go down to Simon Peters. Okay, I've got with me the AIS head coach, Dean Kinsman. Bit of a um, ordinary start in that first half, but whatever you said to them at halftime seemed to get them really fired up. Yeah, it was certainly an ordinary start, and I guess I can't really repeat what I said at halftime, but <laughs> at the end of the day, we had to gather some composure. We uh, hadn't played well together, um, and in the, in the second half, we certainly came out with some more uh, perimeter pressure or some up the floor pressure and you know of course they played last night so that was going to help our cause a little bit but you know we, we started to go to our strengths inside and then good things started to happen for ourselves so you know I was particularly pleased with, uh, with what we did in the second half Yeah it seemed from the sidelines to be really just a, a completely new mental attitude like it was a, a brand new game and a, a chance to get out and just, just attack the basket Oh, certainly. You know, like whether it's a bit of apprehension first game, not sure what to do, you know, not so much not what short of what to do, but just that expectation and dealing with that. And then once the game is settled and get into it, you know, the rhythm in the second half was there. And, and, and it, you know, they're working as hard as they can. We exposed some interior stuff there. We had them in a lot of foul trouble. 
Um, you know, I thought we, we, we played the brand of basketball that we can play, so we just need to be able to produce that for four quarters. You've got the quick turnaround now and the first of the Wednesday night games are against a, a pretty undermanned Capitals team at the moment. How are you feeling about that one? Yeah, well, undermanned, you know, that, that's probably their full strength group at the moment or what they can put on the floor. No doubt they're carrying a bit of sickness and a, and a little bit of injury. Um, you know, look, yeah, we play Wednesday night. We've got to bounce back. We've also got a game Friday night too, so we've got three and six days, which is a you know, pretty good start for us. But look, the young, young people like to play, so, you know, they'll be ready to go. Well, fantastic effort in the second half, and we'll catch up with you again on Wednesday. Thanks. Thanks very much for that. Dean Kinsman there speaking with Simon Peters, and Simon will go down and speak with Karen Dalton for us on AIS Basketball on sportradio.com.au. Um, as, well, Simon Peters just about ready to speak with Karen as we recap the score. Sydney Uni getting home in the end, 79 to 71. As you can tell, Dean Kinsman much happier with that second half performance. And, well, uh, so he should be. But Simon Peters with Karen Dalton. Okay, we've got the Flames coach, Karen Dalton. Get out of jail there in that last, uh, last second half. No, I don't think so. I think, you know, we set up the game in the first half. And, I, you know, it's disappointing with the way that we came out in the third quarter. Same as last night. I think we had problems in the third quarter last night. But, you know, it doesn't help when you've got three of your post players fouled out. And, um, you know, under, you know, we're severely under, under height or under man, whatever you want to call it. But full credit to the girls that we got away with the win. No, well, that was the thing. They made that, I mean, a 16-point turnaround in that third quarter. You guys just hung tough and were able to ride it home. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's early days and we're early in preparation and, um, you know, I said we've had a fairly disrupted pre-season with Alicia and Nat both being away for a month and I think it's going to take us a little while to find our feet and rhythm and obviously our offensive structure is not quite there yet and um, defensively we're definitely not where we need to be. So you guys have the whole week off now? Are you going to Wednesday night game? No, next... Well, they against the Capitals. They come up not, not this Wednesday, but the Wednesday after. We play Boulogne next Saturday. Okay, at cool. Home, and then we play, then we go Canberra and then to Christchurch. So, you know, we're just focused on Boulogne for next week. I'm just really excited to come away with two wins on a weekend. A really tough road trip down here. So I think it's really going to be a tough road trip this year. Yeah. How are you feeling about the, the new teams and the more games and everything? What's your thoughts on that? I think it's really exciting for the league. I mean, I think um, it was interesting because I came down to watch the pre-season tournament a few weeks ago and I think with a couple of new coaches in the league and playing a different style of basketball and, you know, introducing new things into the, into their teams, I think it'll be interesting. So, you know, I, as I said, I, we're just focusing. We've still got players to come back in. We've got a couple of players missing this weekend and, you know, all the more credit to the team for coming through under that adversity. So, you know, pretty happy. Um, you know, I'll be glad when Eva gets back and, and Georgia, but... Um, you know, that's the way it goes. And, um, you know, I think it's really exciting. The league's looking really good for the year. Great. Well, thank you very much for your time. And then congratulations on the two wins. Thanks very much. Yes, as Simon Peters is going to... As Simon Peters goes over to a good old mate of his in uh, Kristen Veal. He'll uh, be with her in a moment. We'll find out how that knee was because a real concern when she came off the floor in that, uh, in that game looking uh, not so good. But Simon Peters now over with Kristen Veal. And, uh, well, he's having a chat to her. Hopefully he'll bring her on, Mike, as Veely with Simon. Okay, I've got with me uh, Kristen Veal from the Sydney Flames. You gave us all a bit of a scare in that second quarter, Veal. You went down in a huge crash of about three people and came up pretty gingerly. No dramas? Uh, no dramas, just a few bruises on the calves. And, you know, it's always a physical game at this level, no matter who you play. 
Well, you know, we've watched you play for so long and we see you go down and we think about those knees, those troublesome knees you've had for forever and a day. How are they going? Uh, not too bad. I think I've gotten to a, a certain point or a certain age where I don't care as much. So if I end up hurting them or it doesn't really matter because I'm kind of verging towards the end of the career. So it's, you know, it's actually a nice place to be and not to have to worry about them too much. And two wins for coming back to your old new hometown. It's always got to feel good to yeah. come away with a, cap, a win against the Caps and then to beat the AIS as well. Yeah, especially the start of the season. You want to get as many wins as you can while everyone's a little bit rusty. But boy, geez, it was almost one and one after <laughs> after today. And we knew that. So we, we came in and I think we were a little bit surprised at how well we did in the first half against the AIS. But I don't think any of us should have been surprised at what they could do in the second half. So, you know, they always push us and um, hopefully next time we, we learn from that. Well, as long as those legs are all right, yep. we'll see you back out on the court. All right, we'll catch up with you soon. Thanks, Billy. Thanks very much to uh, Kristen Veal and uh, Simon Peters there. As we look at the stats, wrapping up here at the AIS Training Hall, and as we said, Taylor Francis and Mariana Tolo leading for the AIS points-wise, 24-2 and 22, Tolo Francis. Then we go back down to eight points for Nikita Lee Martin, then it's six points for Nicole Hunt. Seven points for Katie Rayesbury as Maya Newley has two. Stephanie Cumming also with two points. Then for the uh, Sydney Uni Flames, it is uh, leading scorers, Musselwhite and Porter. But Porter, uh, Jansen and also Herrick fouling out of the game. It was six points for Lorenzini, nine points for Poto, six points for Mel Smith, five points for Michaela Dompkins, as we have seen. The Sydney Uni Flames take out the victory 79-71 to 71 at the training hall. Sydney shooting for the game at 44.3%. The AAS coming back to a 39.7% from the field. Rebounds, 43 for AAS, 36 to the Sydney Uni side. Assists, 11-10 AAS's favour. Turnovers, though, 24 for the AAS, 19 for the Sydney Uni Flames. Block shots, three to Sydney Uni, uh, to Mariana Tolo and four for the uh, Flames. Also looking at steals, well, Sydney affecting 10 steals to four. Another one of the reasons why they were victors today. It was a, well, an enjoyable game in the end here on Sport Radio, the AIS Basketball Network as we We'll look forward to a, a big weekend of basketball, a big week of basketball ahead. John Keogh will be joining Simon Peters here on Wednesday night. I hope you'll join us for that game on sportradio.com.au. But on behalf of Simon Peters, I'll wish you a, a very good night. With the knowledge that eight-point victory goes to Sydney Uni, they start off with a double road trip in the nation's capital.